welcome to Fur What It's Worth, an introduction to an exploration of the furry fandom. And now, two fools, one who can't wear matching shoes and one who noticed the mismatch, Rue and Tugs. Welcome to our show. Yay! We're here. Where we're going, today's topic, we're going to be talking about Will Ferrell and whether or not that he has Down Syndrome. The answer is quite clearly, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, but the topic today is, what are you grateful for in Hey, wait, wait, I have another topic. What? 14. Talking into the microphone. Talking into the microphone. Am I doing it? You were kind of not. Okay. Yeah. Am I now? Yes. Okay, so we are going to be talking about what you are grateful for in 2014. Wait, wait, wait. I have another topic. What audio pattern is your microphone set to? Uh, yeah, seriously. Uh, it, it is. Yeah. Sounds weird. Is it in heart? It's in the butt mode. Is it? No. Now it's in the butt mode. Talk again? Welcome to the, for what it's worth. There you go. Yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> now let's let's scratch all that crap and start over. Oh, go. <laughs> so the topic today is going to be about Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm dumb. Will Ferret. Oh. Now it's just ruined. 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 Oh yeah. Ruined. So what have did you, you been up to? So well with Will Ferrell. What have you been up to, by the way? Hey, what what's the season episode? Did you cover that already? Yeah, it's gonna be it's it's season four, episode six, about gratitude. It's about time. <laughs> so, what have you been up to before we go to topic? Well, I have been up to lots of things. I have a visitor that's visiting us for a while. Oh yeah, um, that gonorrhea. Connor, no, ew, it's horrible. <laughs> so, um, we had a nice little Christmas. We went and saw the Christmas lights on Christmas Eve. <laughs> we had lots of fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't have very much that I've been up to except Christmas stuff, and um. You know, we've. You realize that you been haven't working. been in studio for like a month and a half, right? I know. There's so much th- to talk about. Like, you know, we finally wrapped up some things with Anthrocon. So, you know, we're working on the next year already. So that's pretty awesome. And yeah, so I don't have very much to say. Have you played any new games? I. Yeah, I played through GTA 4. So where I killed a whole bunch of people and, you know, yeah. How's your savings? What? How's oh. your savings? Good. I have a brand new job, by the way. Yep. So that was, that's pretty cool. So I've been in transition period with, between jobs, but it's cool to, to have my feet back on the ground again. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I <coughs> Nope, he didn't. <laughs> Apparently not. He got the, the Ebola's. <laughs> I have this cough that I haven't been able to shake completely. When did you get it? Um, let's. That's that's not something that we talk about on the show. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh my. Oh. Okay. So, what tugs? What have you been up to? I got a brand new car. Woo! <laughs> now for I have prices, to start right? making payments again. Oh, Crap. So, so it wasn't for prices. Carp. No, because if I did, I'd have to pay taxes. 
Woo-hoo. Most people sell the new car to pay their taxes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. Um, I'm playing Speedrunners, which is a stupid game on my computer that I love to death. It's not really stupid. It's just... It's Smash Brothers running. It has a fox in it. It does. It has a foxy lady in it. It's cute. Uh, playing Smash. Yay, Smash Still playing Brothers. Hyrule Warriors. You stopped? No, I still am. Like, oh. I'm about to finish the first map. There are three. Well, it definitely helps when you have like all those amiibos. It has all the extra stuff on it. They don't do crap. They don't do crap? They no. Do stuff? They give you like one rupee. They unlock things? One rupee. They unlocked one rupee. Good job. Really? One unlocks one item and that's it. The rest are just rupees. So an FC's coming. <laughs> Didn't you get, like, Twilight Epona or something like that? I already had Epona unlocked. Yeah, but you got, like, Twilight Epona. It's... It doesn't count. It's not, like, a new thing. I could have gotten that without the Amiibo. <laughs> anyway, FC's coming, and I'm the only one going out of the three of you. I know. Sad. Like, well, wait, wait, wait. Our studio guest is going. Oh? Are you? Yes. Good. Well, yeah. This music is just so... We'll have to <laughs> rendezvous at midnight. <laughs> we'll have to, Apparently, you're the only person from here going besides me. Are you serious? No one local is going? I don't think so. Hardly the con nobody. actually is seeing a decline in registration, so that doesn't surprise me. Like, people are just doing other things. They're saving up for UnterCon. <laughs> yeah. Good old UnterCon. I can't think of anything else I'm doing, though. Bacon. Yes. This is bacon music. <laughs> Want to do a thing? Yes, do a thing. Hey, hey, hey! It's Rose Cookie time. Do you even have a cookie? Yes, I totally have a cookie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does. Here, here, I, I got music, it. music, <laughs> keep playing music. The cookie's gonna happen. It's been a while since you've done this. Are you new here? Something, something happens. <laughs> oh, look, it's a cookie! Alright, let's read this thing. It says, you, you will make many changes before you find happiness in bed with a cookie. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Yeah, that works pretty well. Gotta switch it up sometimes. Because yep. <laughs> he needs lots of changes before bed. <laughs> and welcome back. <laughs> like you always say. Yeah, we have we have a great guest today. We have my good friend, Mr. Click. Yay! Say hi, Mr. Click. Hi, Mr. Click. So, Mr. Click, <laughs> who are you? And tell us about yourself. Apparently, I'm Mr. Click. You are Mr. Click. You're also a mule as well. You go by K-Dub? Yes. Are you a dub edition? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a dub edition car for the first time today. I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> that, would no. totally would've come out of, that totally would have come out of L.A. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a California thing. Yeah. Oh, Midnight Club. That was the name of the game I was thinking of like three hours ago. Okay, that was really random. <laughs> no, because they have a dub edition. Because there is a dub edition. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Midnight so Club. it did pertain. Yes. <laughs> How have you been since we've had you on? What have you been up to? Um, have you gotten any? Uh, occasionally. Good. 
<laughs> You're so horrible. Uh, you don't even know what I meant. What if I meant like vegetables? No, none of those. Have you gotten any vegetables? No, we don't. We don't. We don't do those. Oh those yeah. Those are bad. Yeah, no, he he doesn't do vegetables. I'm sorry. If you're vegetarian, he doesn't do you. Oh, oh man, I was at Target. I was at Target, and and they have this thing called Beyond Beef, and it looked actually kind of tasty. And then I saw in the top corner it said textured vegetable proteins, and I was like, no, Beyond Beef. I don't know if I would eat anything called Beyond Beef, even if it was beef, right? <laughs> well, it was in the section marked Beef Alternatives, Meat Alternatives, Meat Alternatives. Well, yeah. Meat. Anyway, this is neither here or there. But before we get going with the topic. <laughs> I actually forgot, to, completely forgot to say that I had a good time in Montreal, and I had a fun time with Firebreath, so I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it was a great episode. It was good to listen to. Yeah, what was your favorite part? It was, my favorite part was the ending. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it was good to see the two of you and your dynamic between the two of you, but I was, I missed. I had a little sad. I was like, not there. We had a kinder egg. I know. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> It's Kinder Egg time. <laughs> anyway, so later on in the episode, there's actually the last part of that episode because there was not enough space. The mailbag was actually read. So that will be at the end of this episode. Firebirth narrated emails. Okay. Yeah, but that'll be mailbag part two. Okay, so, so look we, forward. we'll just listen to it? No, we'll just be in the episode. You'll hear it on the air. But, don't worry. But something that we don't get here's, what, here's what Square says. Please look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we have this topic. Yes, it's gratitude. What you are grateful for? What what's happened? It's kind of an end of the year review, kind of a it's chance the, for you to oh, reflect. I'm so over Christmas already. <laughs> I'm over buying crap. Like seriously, it's like no Thanksgiving. Let's just all focus on what we want. That's what I say every year, but it was especially bad this year because we didn't get to do our gratitude on time. But anyway, do you have that email ready? Yes, I do. Oh, oh enjoy reading that. It says, Dear Ruined Tuts. Who's it from? It's from Mr. Charleston Rat. says, Dear Ruined Tugs, If there's anything that I'm thankful for at, at this moment, it's the fandom itself. I've written a journal post. He has a journal link. Explaining my journey to declare myself as a furry. But... I've given you the most um, vital detail below. I first heard about the fandom long ago. It must have been at least about seven years. I was tempted to join in because fursuiting looked terrific. But after being curious and watching a ridiculous episode of CSI, as well as some not-so-encouraging documentaries about the fandom... I decided not to be a part of it. That at at this time, I hadn't learned to tell the difference between fact and fiction. And the phrase, don't believe everything you see on TV, hadn't really sunk in yet. Little did I realize, however, I was still enjoying furry things. Because, like the rest of the world, I presume furry meant somebody who dressed in a fursuit. And didn't yet... Um, no, just, let's see. And I presume furry meant somebody who dressed in fursuits and didn't know um, just your regular um, fan, fan of costume, I mean, sorry, cartoon animals could be called a furry. So for five years, I kept browsing transformation artwork, etc., while 
denying I was a furry. It's only been a past few moments. Mom- ah, wow, months. Months? I months. love the month of December. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been the past few months that my interests in furry were re-triggered. Um, these are thanks to a university lecture. Ab- are uh, you looking hyper at? Hyper-realities. Hyper-realities. Thank you. Um, which is basically um, when something is that, that is fake, yet based on something realistic. <laughs> is ex- extricating exaggerating exaggerating <laughs> to overcome its fakery in the case of the CSI it's a fake story and you're watching it from your living room sofa which is also fake but by exaggerating how sex driven the fandom was it unfortunately made the episode more, more believable for many people including me I then concluded a lot of more research, conducted a lot more research about the fandom, avoiding um, those sensational sources, and came across the Wikifur page about sexuality, which, as an asexual furry symbol, um, as its main image. So it was through the furry fandom that I. discovered that in fact that i'm asexual let's see for a lot of my teenage life i was confused as to why anyone around me um were getting girlfriends and boyfriends when i was most happy i i was more than happy in my own company as well as um repulsed by the very idea of sex this then led me to wondering if I was gay or bi. Um, but it still didn't feel right because I just didn't feel attracted to either gender. A very thought of having sex with somebody terrified me. However, um, now I have discovered asexually. I felt a thousand times happier hel- and healthier. Um, knowing that it's okay to be just who I am. Let's see. I've only been on Fur Affinity for a week, and already I found the community to be, f- um, found the company to be friendly and enlightening, and far more understanding than most other people I know. As for what I hope to accomplish this next year, I all hope. I all I hope for is to make as many more, um, mut- sorry, many more furry friends, and perhaps even join the local fur meets. It's about a two-hour train ride away, and I'm very busy with my studies at the moment, so it might be a while before I join in, but it's what I'm aiming for, and I'm hoping, I I hope to tell more of my non-furry friends and family about my asexuality just so that they know it's not me just being weird or ridiculous that it's normal and there are many more people out there like me five percent of the world's population if i remember correctly thanks for reading my overly long email merry christmas and a happy new year charleston rat <laughs> and Tugs is asleep. Yay! Okay, well then we'll go on with the rest of the show. How about you give your comments? 
So my comments are, I say, you know, it's good for you to find out more about yourself. And, you know, if the fandom helps you to come to a conclusion about who you are, that's great. That's your comment. Yes, that's my comment. <laughs> All right, Mr. Guest. Um, I I think he's pretty spot on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't not, know what to say. No, not Rue. Um, oh, oh! <laughs> I no. tried reading the long email. It was on long. The, <laughs> on the subject of normality, I mean, I've always been under the opinion that there's no such thing as normal. <laughs> However, after finding the fandom... This is so much more true in my mind. There's, if you worry too much about trying to be normal, all you'll do is drive yourself crazy. There's no such thing as normal. There really isn't. There's like this I cloud think... of acceptability that society has sort of found, but it has no defined edge, exactly. really. I think you will probably actually find yourself not being able to fit in the fandom if you are normal. If you try to conform If you too try much. to be normal... And just be normal. Like, what is normal? <laughs> what is normal? This should. <laughs> it's like a 1950s film like, on this. Normal is a concept of of society of what they think. So basically, you're just following whatever society's ideals are of what a perfect person is. That's kind of weird to me, actually. <laughs> it's kind of dumb. So be who you are and be exactly. proud of it. Don't worry about being normal. There's no such thing. All right. Well, now that we've spent the last seven minutes on oh, that. Sorry that I, <laughs> well, no, sorry that I butchered your email. It's, it's okay. Editing fixed a lot of it. Don't okay, worry. Okay, thank you. So, well, let's let's uh, change gears slightly and move to the next bullet point on our show notes, which is what Koru's thankful for. By the way, we oh. were going to ask you this question. Did you prepare? No. I, I <laughs> honestly had no clue. Uh, I am thankful for my new job, which I started about a month ago. So that's really cool. I'm working for a company that is internet-based that has probably been accessed by every single one of our listeners at one point or another. So Yeah, but don't break rule number one. What's that? Don't tell people where we were. Yep. Well, no, He's I didn't. Not. Okay, anyway. He didn't. What else are you grateful he for? He works on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you in porn? I didn't know you worked for Xtube. He <laughs> could. That would actually be cool. Um, I'm also thankful for my friends and my family. Uh, recently, um, I had some family members help me out with some uh, debt that's been ongoing, so that was a very welcome Christmas present. Um, very sad. It's my first Christmas uh, without my mom, and so I'm kind of dealing with that too. But, you know, I have a lot of friends local and, you know, my friends, my family around me to, uh, to help out and pitch in, and, you know, that's what it's all about. It's friends and family. I do miss my mom, but I have lots of good memories and lots of pictures, and I can still remember the good times. We even have the studio Christmas tree turned on. We do. <laughs> oh. We do. Festive. Yay. Yay. Festivities. Festivus. <laughs> All right. So we have an email that has came in from Dax. Tugs, do you want to go ahead and read yes. that? Yes. He says... I had a pretty crappy year in 2013, but the good that came out of 2014 really made up for that. 2014 was when I discovered and joined the fandom. I was into graphic design beforehand, but later I practiced and learned how to draw foxes, wolves, anthro, and you name it. I want to see what a you name it looks like. My improvement was surreal, and I gained so many friends and idols from this. 
I learned so much about myself and became very happy in such a way that it makes me realize what I really love. Not only do I have the furry fandom to thank, but also my parents who supported me in this transition. I hope to continue improving and perusing such in 2015 now that I know who I am and what I love. I want to go to more fur meets, conventions, meet more friends, and improve my art through commissions and added resources. I hope I can catch up this year because this is something I know I should have discovered much sooner. Yay! Yay! Well, good for you. I hope you draw wonderful things that I can go find on FA after the show. I want to find more you name it stuff. Yeah, I want to see what a you name it looks like. Please, t- please send. Please send promptly with cookies. Please. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm passing the baton. The baton is coming back to me. Yep. Yes. Well, I just want to say thank you again for sending in that, e- that lovely, lovely email. It was very nice. And we are grateful to be able to have you in the furry fandom. Yay! Yay. Hold on, Cor- what are you doing? I, I don't know. Why are you looking at me? Why are you giving me queer looks? So, Mr. Guest, <laughs> any comments on that particular email? Um, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it's good to find new things, and I envy the fact that you can draw. Right? I, <laughs> I Do you so know how to use Illustrator? Draw. Because the pen tool annoys me. I have I have no skill with writing utensils and paper. What about eating utensils? E- yes, I have very much skill with eating utensils. <laughs> very much skill. <laughs> Such skill. <laughs> much utensils. Very much skill. Food, eat, good. <laughs> 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 so by the time you're listening to this, we'll have received Firebreast recording of what he's grateful for. So we're going to pretend that we heard it. So what am I thankful for? I guess you could I guess you could say it in one word. Tolerance. It's not something that a lot of us have had the privilege of having when it came down to our coming out. And until recently, um I I don't have to deal with it personally, but somebody who's very close to me has to deal with that. And I've never realized until now how good I had it. In that fashion. So, yeah, tolerance. That's what I'm thankful for. We love you, Canada. I actually miss Canada a great deal since I've come back. I want Tim Horton so much. Do you have uh, Xander slash Bacon? I love that his name is Bacon. I know, we need to start calling him Xander. I just, I see his name come into the inbox and I'm like, mmm, I want Bacon right now. <laughs> so here is Mr. Dustin Bacon's email. It's actually Xander the Sky Demon. Well, now. Xander the Sky Demon. We, we will switch. This is official now. Okay. You've been upgraded. <laughs> Mr. Xander, this is what he had to say. Strong Xander. What? Strong Xander. Okay, okay. okay. Oh, Dear Rue, Tugs, Koru, and Fire Breath. Look at that. You see, people do know that you're there. Sound see? booth. And Fire Breath. Yeah. I know Fire Breath is even in there. He still needs an email. Next. What am I thankful you may ask? I am thankful for the, for the family that I get to spend my time with. I am thankful for the people that I get to work with. I am thankful for the friends that I have, especially in the fandom. And most of all, I'm thankful for you guys. Most of all? Yeah, most of all. Nice. Without your help and advice and crazy times on the show, I would have never discovered that I was a furry. I love hearing you guys and what's going on in the fandom. I hope you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year with wishing you lots of loves and bacon 
from Alabama, Xander the Sky Demon. We got another one. Again? Yeah. We oh. got we got we got another furry maid. Yes. <laughs> well, where is that where is that little um you know, we have some sort of sound for that, don't we? Um like some an, like an angel got his wings. Like <laughs> <laughs> A little bell. We're putting you in another school. Um yeah, we do somewhere. Hold on. I'll find it. I have this thing called soundboard, but some of these files don't want to open all the time. It's actually rather annoying. Ah. Well, it is a free program. Yay! <laughs> there, are you happy? When a fox eats a cookie. <laughs> Someone loses a virginity. Anyways. <laughs> oh! Wishing, oh, he said wishing you lots of love and bacon. Yeah, he said that. Oh. I said that. Did you not listen? I was having bacon overload. Bacon. Bacon overload is. By the way, thing? no. <laughs> we made bacon last week, and it still kind of smells like it. Are you are you making bacon pancakes? Oh, <laughs> put it no. in a pan and put bacon. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Yeah. No. Bacon pancakes. Gross. Okay. <laughs> What was that sound? That means we're changing to the next thing on the list. Woo! Oh, oh. I don't want to do this one now. <laughs> my gratitude. What am I grateful for this year? I'm grateful that I got to travel a lot. That was This is the year I've traveled the most of my whole life. I've probably been on the road like more than a month total. Yeah? It was a good year for that. It was good. I'm grateful that Anthrocon is over. I'm grateful for that too. <laughs> I think we're all here, like, every single one of us in this room was on staff in some way or form. Mm -hmm. I think that each and every one of us is grateful for it to be over with. It's a lot of work. It's a yes. huge amount of work. I had fun. I, I can totally do it again, like, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Okay, I'm for Con Mini. Okay, <laughs> there is one thing that I think that we need to change next year, and that is next year we need to have, like, an hour where the staff actually goes in and plays the board games or something because nobody was using the board game room because of the fact that everybody that usually plays the board games we're staff we're staff, staff members <laughs> so the game room was kind of a ghost town it's all right i had fun doing what i do so setting up all the speakers and the sound and the dances and playing music so i had fun i could do it again I'm grateful for my first anniversary, which was this week, and I'm yeah, grateful. I know. You guys were just married a year ago. And I'm grateful for chocolate. That's a good thing to be grateful yeah, for. Yeah, it really is. I'm also grateful that I can sleep. Yeah, you just barely got a brand new, like, you something know, to help you out with sleeping. I got a CPAP machine because yeah. I'm a furry, which means that I'm not healthy. <laughs> and um, if it's like one of those things that I, I've... Before I got it, I thought, oh, this is kind of like a taboo thing. People are going to go, oh, look, fatty, you need a CPAP. Um, the truth of that is, is that's genetic as well. So there's plenty of skinny people who have the same problem. Yep, um, just like there's skinny people that have uh, diabetes. Yep. So just because there's a stereotype, uh, no, I'm not skinny. 
I poor, need to lose weight. But. Poor Ink. Poor Ink. He, he's been like poking you thinking like you're dead because you've been sleeping oh so my God. well. We were just watching this family guy a couple days ago where Peter's like, I do that thing when I sleep. And like they're both, it shows him and Lois. And Peter sits up and goes, Wah! and then like lays back down completely asleep. Lois like sticks her hand over without turning her head and like takes his pulse and then pats him on the head and then goes back to sleep. <laughs> That's like what would happen. And so, and so like if you, if you're wondering if you need one, I'm telling you, it makes your world so much better. It does. Sleep it's is so something that you need. If you don't have sleep, they've proven you can't why function. you need it. There are little pipes in your brain, like little tiny microscopic pipes that your brain uses literally, and at night it washes itself, gets rid of all the old fluid, and refills. And that's how um, you stay sharp and on the ball and stuff. And if See, you don't get that, and then that's, you, that's like, why I try to juices. take that's why I try to take naps before the show. If I don't take a nap, then I can't read your emails. That's because you're hitting the pipe. <laughs> 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 hey, I get to read the next email. That's all I'm grateful for. I mean, there's a lot more, but those are the highlights for this year. The next email comes to us from the Chew. The Chew. That was for you. So no, that's mean. He says, "Dear Casta, for what it's worth, Koru, Firebreath, Tugsy, and the Fox." Yeah. That's me. I hope you're all having a wonderful time with your nice weather, nice coldness and snow, and wonderful things like that. Not like me in this forever summer. It's me again from the tropical island, Lil Chu. Yes, that's right. Lil and then Chu, not Little. Little Chu. Because I know you said it wrong at the end of that episode, Rue. You're welcome. Love you all anyways. Here, have a cookie. There's actually a cookie in the email. (laughs) What did a cookie emoji appear? As for the show's topic, I'm truly to many wonderful things on this 25th. And he meant grateful. Many new adventures happened, the same as totally new experiences, such as my first con, same as flying to somewhere else other than Miami or Orlando, and alone, seeing my first snow, meeting up with people who I thought I would never meet, very grateful for my family, the same as my wonderful furry family. As regular families, we may argue and have fights, but in the end, we would love each other no matter what. Also, very, very, very grateful for my friends. Overall, it's been a nice year, not like 2013, that was a horrible year, X underscore X. As for my art... I find that my style evolved greatly this year, and I'm happy with it so far, but I know there are many things to learn and experience. When the, well, then, 2015 is around the corner, and I can say that all I wish for is another nice and healthy year to come. Such new experiences, lots of fun, and a lot of art. I hope to hear more episodes from you guys. They help me out, especially when I'm drawing commissions and such. See you guys soon. Chew. Yay, Chew. Yeah, was and good. And there's nothing little about him. And he was... Oh, oh you just wow. called him fat. I did it. And well, huh? So, he also was on our show last year, or this year, early this year. That's not what I meant. <laughs> when are you looking at that? Anyway, so tell us what else you want to say about his Pokeballs. He's cute. <laughs> He's cute. You're not helping your case. I know. <laughs> There's not much I can say about it. He's cute. Anyways. Well, it, was a, it was a good email. I'm glad he had a good year. Yes, I'm glad. Mr. Guest, too. comments. I know, uh, I just probably just made him blush. <laughs> me? <laughs> oh, well, you're cute, too. And then what you're grateful for as well. Oh, well, you know, as far as the weather goes, hmm, I kind of like the snow. <laughs> you're, get out of my stove. <laughs> hey, you know what? Stove? It's pretty cool that it snowed on Christmas. No, that is a dumb stereotype that should not give a crap about anything. <laughs> but, you know, this whole entire time it hasn't snowed at all. It, we've been in winter. Come on. It's No, we've been in we've winter been in for winter. four days. It's been like 60 degrees till yesterday. I don't care. The winter starts December 21st. <laughs> that is the official start date. 
I guess it works. I just want to go snowboard. I'm taking this music out. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> no, it's not. Christmas was yesterday. Christmas was yesterday. Today's Boxing Day. It's perfect. It's Boxing Day. Giddy it's Boxing up, Day. Up, Today's up, also the first day of Kwanzaa. Ooh, Boxing Day. Okay, I have to say this. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is Kwanzaa about? Like, you hear about it, and there's jokes about it. And I was like, what's Kwanzaa? It literally is a made-up holiday that some guy just made up. Yeah, like really? 20 years ago. Yes! It's not even like, look here, I'll, I'll go find it. It was like 1976. Because I was curious. I was like, I need the facts. There's an official Kwanzaa website, first of all. It brings, let's see here, as an African-American and Pan-African holiday um, celebrated by millions throughout the world, Kwanzaa brings a cultural message which speaks to the best of what it means to be African and human in the fullest sense. That's what it is. Hmm. Okay. So they just throw it with Christmas to have a holiday? All I can say is just happy holidays. <laughs> happy yeah. holidays to everyone. Kind of, it seems like, it seems bizarre, that's all. I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. Well, come on! Don't we need like Pat's Blue Ribbon Day? Who's Pat? No. I don't know. Pat's Blue Ribbon Day. <laughs> I don't know why. You know. Oh wait, that's Pie and Beer Day. Pie, yeah. No, Happy Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. <laughs> exactly. I do like Pie and Beer Day. Pie and Beer Day is a good day. Pioneer, pie and beer. Anyway, so we were asking you to. I, I believe with the freedom of religion, everybody should have the right to celebrate their own holidays and. Good for them. Kwanzaa has no religion in it. Okay, then it's it's a racial holiday. <laughs> I don't know. That probably sounded terrible. No, I don't think anyone's been racist so far. I, I, it's a legit question. Like, where are the other holidays? I have no problem with people wanting to just randomly celebrate. I celebrate Tuesday every once in a while. Why the hell not? Hey, I'm grateful. Really? I do that, too. Well, there's Fat Tuesday. I'm grateful uh, ra- yeah, for racism. Like I'm just kidding. Yeah, and there's Mardi Gras. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just I just wanted to stop everybody oh for what they were God. saying. <laughs> Moving on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever you celebrate, I hope you had a great holiday. We did not win the Ursa Major Award because of that comment. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> All right. So, guest gratitude. Oh. Let's hear it. Yes, I am. Actually, it, you know, this has been an interesting year. I am. I found out that I am so grateful for. The friends that I have, the ones that really care, <laughs> it's, you have no idea. But, um, you know, if, if you recall from the family episode that I was on, you know, I commented that the, the furry family that I have is the only family that I have. So, you know, friends really mean a lot to me, and I'm really grateful to have them. That's it? Sure. What about food? Food? Well, that's a necessity. <laughs> I could be. I mean, I, I, I'm grateful that it sustains my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for the electrons that flow throughout my body. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for Ru's emotional moment. My emotional moment. The moment that you all wait for. <laughs> this music is killing me. <laughs> All right, I'm turning off. I'm taking off my headphones Go for just it. for this. So, I am super grateful for my family. Um, you know, over the years, you know, sometimes I talk a little bit of shit about them, and 
you know, sometimes that they do some crappy things. And I think anybody, anybody's family does crappy things once in a while. But I'm grateful for the small moments of, you know, when we, when we do get things together. Recently, my grandmother passed away and it's been something that's been very hard on my family, but it has been something that has, that has brought us closer together and has, you know, built some bridges that, you know, some bridges that I thought were, were burnt and were gone. And I'm grateful, you know, for that to be able to be a little bit closer to some members of my family. Um, but I'm grateful for my furry family as well. I have some great friends that have loved me and supported me, you know, when I've been going through this transitional period of trying to find work and find a job. And it's been something that's super difficult. And I've been, you know, questioning like who I was and, you know, what I was doing. And it's been something that you think that, hey, oh, Rue has everything figured out. You know, you think that... He's really good at faking it. I'm really good at faking it. And sometimes it's really scary and it's hard to, like, you know, make those those good, those, those choices. And my friends were there to help me and to, to believe in me, even though that I had a hard time believing in myself. So for the end of this year, I'm grateful for you guys. And I'm grateful for this show. Um, believe it or not, it's very, very therapeutic <laughs> to be able to come on here once in a while and, just shoot the shit and just talk about things in life and whether or not that we care about things or, you know, it's great to, that you guys listen. I'm glad that you guys get something out of it. And if you don't get anything out of it, then that's okay too. <laughs> but we love you all the same. So there you go. My emotional moment. <laughs> all right. We're going to space news and we'll be back. Hailing frequencies open, Smokescale Aquatus here with the last round of news for the year. As of Saturday, December 27th, here are your space headlines. Recently, Russia successfully launched the Angara 5, the largest, most powerful rocket they have ever built. It's capable of carrying a maximum payload of 25 metric tons into orbit. It is hailed as arguably the world's best clean engine, burning kerosene and oxygen. What's remarkable about this vehicle is it can launch directly into geostationary orbit. 36,000 kilometers up. Before this, no other heavy booster was capable of launching directly to this altitude. This is the first rocket designed from scratch in Russia since the collapse of the Soviet Union. It's set to replace the Soyuz and Proton boosters as the mainstay for the Russian space program, covering the entire spectrum of lift capacities except for the super heavy range. That's currently in development as well. The launch of the next Falcon 9 carrying the SpaceX Dragon resupply vehicle to the ISS has been pushed back to January 6th. This was due to some problems that arose during testing prior to the previous launch date. It also gave the launch teams a chance to celebrate the holidays with their family. This launch marks the first attempt to recover the first stage booster by landing it on a barge in the ocean, the first step in developing reusable rockets. If successful, it could ultimately mean cutting launch costs by a factor of 100 according to Elon Musk. 
This year marks the 14th Christmas NASA has had astronauts in space for the holiday. The first was STS-103 back in 2000. Ever since, low Earth orbit has been occupied by humans every December 25th. And now that the ISS is in operation, every Christmas for the foreseeable future will see humans in space to celebrate. The crew aboard station puts up decorations and enjoys a Christmas dinner. It may be a radiated turkey, dehydrated mashed potatoes, and cornbread dressing, but it's certainly better than nothing. They even have a brief Christmas Eve service in flight. If anyone starts to feel homesick, a look out the window at the beautiful spinning planet below often helps cheer them up. Recently, India successfully launched and recovered a prototype crewable vehicle. The flight lasted only 19 minutes, but if they continue to pursue this, they could be the fourth nation to put a human in space. This, and the successful Martian probe launched and put into orbit of the Red Planet, is making India a rising star in space travel technology. Expect more headlines from them in the coming years. That's all we've got for you this time. We'll be back next year with more news for you. While you wait, if you want to know more about space and space-related matters, follow NASA, SpaceX, and other organizations on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media. Until next year, this is Smokescale Aquatus saying happy holidays and keep looking up, space fans. This is Jason David Frank, and you're listening to For What It's Worth. And welcome back to For What It's Worth. This is the final segment. Wait. Before we kick off, <laughs> we wanted to let you know that this episode is being sponsored by Husky in Denial, who is the creator of the new album, Kung Fu. He's selling it on Bandcamp. The EP is $5 digital or $7 for a physical copy, and you can listen to it for free as well, but only through the Bandcamp site. So check it out at forwhatitsworth.com slash kungfu, or check the show notes page. Hiya! <laughs> anyway, so we have lots of mail in the mailbag. What's happening? <laughs> Everyone's laughing and I don't know why. Does Coru know why? I, we just shared a moment, that's all. Yeah, don't worry about it. A special moment. I'm going to push the switch. All right, seriously, it's time to do the email. So, Rue, kick it off. Oh, we have Leo's email. Let yeah. me get to it. How are you not prepared? Mm, I don't know. I was trying to figure out why you guys are laughing. Were you fiddling? Leo says, amazing. Your last episode was freaking hilarious. Um, the order chaos, which made it a good time. There was no witch anywhere in there. Um, made it a good time. I think I can call myself a real furry now. Um, though finally watching, oh, finally watching The Lion King. I finally turned 18. No need to have lawyers involved now. I got accepted into college too. I also found some furry friends at my school. Not have, let's see, it might not have a lot to look forward to there, but glad I have friends to make it better. My school was 
has a senior project, and I might choose to do... He didn't might. He did choose. What? He did choose. He did choose? Yeah, he chose to do a mural. Oh, he chose to do a mural. Let's see. When I got done, the whole school loved it. Sorry for not putting much emphasis on why I like paws. I like texture and how soft they can be. But not a fetish to me. Any whore. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's still a thing. Keep bringing furry to the masses. Oh, and he has a picture of the mural. You didn't finish the email? Yeah, Leo. There's, There's more. No, there's not. He says, this angle makes it look derpy. Uh, no, I didn't. Are you reading the same email? Yes. <laughs> well, either way, here's what I think about all his progress. Yay! That's awesome. That's a cool mule. That is a cool mural. Mural, not mule. Yeah, I'm a mule. <laughs> <laughs> you ass. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Actually, hold on. I have a button for that. Where is it? He has an ass button. <laughs> Press the ass button. Okay, there's the ass button. <laughs> well, we're just going off the tracks. All right, next. Kira. I got Kira's email. Woo, she sent the email. So it came up in the episode, I think, with Fire Breath. Does Mexico City have shanty towns? And I said, Kira, write us in because you live in Mexico, but not Mexico City. And she did. She said, yes, we have lots of them. So does my town. They also have suburbs that are just for tourists to see. A fairly large ghetto area. And lol, staff infection, XD. So Mexico City does have shanty towns. I don't get that. I don't get that. Like, like I don't know. I've, I've never been to Mexico City. Uh, when I've lived overseas, there were shanty towns. And they would live in, like, these corrugated tin roof huts. And then drive a Mercedes. Okay. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> wouldn't you want a nicer house? <laughs> Not when you can drive an awesome car. Are you, are you, would you live in a corrugated tin house and drive a Mercedes? I wouldn't drive a Mercedes. Uh, I'd, I'd drive a BMW. <laughs> I don't want to drive a European car anymore. Their maintenance is too much for my needs. So I, I'm having a hard time finding D's email. Oh, uh, that's because you are looking in the wrong place. Uh, I'll read it. Okay. It says, you like them. Yay. I'm so glad my little tribute pleased you. I'm glad Auntie Glad's recipe would do the trick for Rue. He's talking about those cookies that he sent us. Mostly, I'm glad they weren't stale by the time they got to you. Fresh ingredients and all that. Thanks so much for tasting them on tape. Well, hard disk. It was a flashcard. And thanks for all the work you put into For What It's Worth. BTW, I enjoyed the rest of the podcast, too. But Rue was right that insulting a church, especially without knowing that they're talking to one of its members, was neither smart nor polite. I'm not religious myself, I'm agnostic, but as long as the beliefs of others don't conflict with my civil rights, I try to be civil myself. Signed, D. Okay. Alright, well, we're going to play Mailbag 2 now, which is the Fire Breath episode's mailbag. So if you haven't heard your email on the air, this is probably where it is. Yeah, well, okay, so he says, Dear Rue Tugs and Koru. C-O-E. See, no love for Fire Breath. He gets it. He gets it. Thanks for reading my email. For a while I there, I thought I got lost in the internet or I typed in the wrong email address. You did not. Anywhore, since sending the email, I have made friends in the fandom over the internet and I'm loving them every time I get to Skype them. I wish that service was called Snipe. I have a couple people that I try and message every day, and even though sometimes I don't get a hold, a hold of them every other day, I'm still proud to have these friends knowing that I have people that like me for me. To answer Tug's question, because I guess he's a gargoyle, 
Uh, he says, yes, it's like Disney's gargoyles. And no, I don't turn into stone during the sunlight. That's what the husky part and wolf part is for. <laughs> that works. That's that a works. good shield, yeah. Back on subject, I have found a local fair that lives in the next town over, and though I have spoke to her a few times, we have yet to meet M-E-A-T, but I'm hoping to see her soon. I will try and write more this season if I can, depending on the subject. I'm a big fan of the show, and you guys have given me so much advice. If you want my Sofuri account or Skype, just ask. I'm always looking for people to talk to. Love you guys lots. Signed, Xander the Sky Demon, a.k.a. Bacon. P.S. Thanks for the advice you've given me, and you all got the accent wrong. Oh, because Rue was trying to do a bad accent. Oh, I don't know. He can't do an accent. Period. It doesn't matter. If you try to do a Canadian I don't know. accent. It sounds American to me. Mm. Yeah, but that's his native accent. He can't do another accent. No. Uh, but yeah, there's his response. Do you have anything you want to say to him? He's making friends. No, making friends is always a great thing. Um, about the whole uh, not getting a response right away, uh, that's something I've noticed that a lot of people seem to be having a hang on do realize that people necessarily are not always available to answer. Understand that life happens and don't get frustrated, insulted, or otherwise hurt because somebody's not answering either right away or at all for a few days. So that's, I think that if you keep that in mind, you will find yourself having a much better time in general. Obviously it doesn't seem to be the case here, which is good. But that, I think that's an important thing to keep in mind for a lot of folks out there. You just get a nod, right? I'm just smiling and nodding. Sorry. Okay. I help. need a sound effect for that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a Canadian wanting help. Uh-oh. So he wrote us before, but he says, I do have some questions. This is from, uh, I don't think he's a furry name yet. Eric of Canada is how he's named himself. Eric of Canada. Yeah, he's from uh, Calgary. Hi, Eric. Not Calgary. Hi, Eric. It's from Alberta somewhere. We'll see you at Timmy's next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, I do have some questions regarding the fandom that you might be able to answer and elaborate upon. Being new to the fandom, I have not exactly created any kind of alternate ego for myself or persona. I suppose you could say I'm ready for school even though I don't know where I'm heading. Any tips or helpful advice to point me in the right direction, creating my own persona and getting more into the fandom is greatly appreciated. Thanks again for the awesome content. Signed, Eric of Canada, sent from my Zoom. Um, Except from my Zoom. I, I, I like the fact that I showed it red. Okay. That. It says Z-O-O-N. Oh. I'm not normally one to do this, but I would highly suggest if you can, there's a convention in Edmonton. Uh, that one's uh, for, for A. a. Um, yes, yeah. it's for comma, A. No, I know. Uh, I, know. I'd, I'd suggest checking them out. They're not overly huge, but they are good guys. Uh, really good fandom. You've got, you're, if you're, he's in Calgary? He says Alberta. I thought it was Calgary, but just somewhere in Alberta. Okay, somewhere in Alberta. Because um, Alberta has a really large furry population. They've been running a couple of furry con-esque type things for years. Um, Is there a Facebook group? There's probably a Facebook group. There's probably a group on Fur Affinity. Um, I don't know if I've seen a, an, an Alberta fur group. There probably is, though. No, there I think there is. is. If not, there's an old mailing list somewhere. Uh, live journal, even. Mailing but, list? Uh, yeah, I know. What is this? I'm sorry, BBS. I'm showing my fandom age, okay? <laughs> BBS. <gasps> no, but um, I, I swear a bit about creating a persona. You, you have two okay. choices, really, as far as I can tell. <laughs> you, you, you can go with your favorite animal and make it your own. Like, favorite animal and favorite color if you want to be, 
unique or keep a standard color. Or you can go with the training wheels of the Phantom, either foxes or huskies. Oh my gosh, I just said it. <laughs> Don't be a golden retriever. <laughs> no, I'll okay. joking apart, though. As much as Tugs has said you get one free species change, it's true. You can have more than one. You have to pay, though. That depends on how well you do it. You, you have to pay 26% more. <laughs> no. No, he pays that toaster oven. tax, not sales tax. And not uh, only that, but he, he got so many toaster ovens that he, yeah. he can just give them away at this point. <laughs> we don't... Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Every, toaster... ten people, every ten people you bring into the fandom, you get a free toaster oven. You didn't know this? No, I did. I run the show about it. But it's not a toaster oven at first. It's just a toaster. Oh, no, here it's toaster no, ovens. No, because no, no. okay. no, that's a convection oven. No. Toaster ovens. Don't they have the little glass door? They... That's a convection oven. No. It's a toaster oven. Okay, so he needs to go find a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> if Next. you're on Facebook, look for the Canadian groups. Look for the... It'll point you in the right direction. You could always move out here. It's a nice city. I'd like to live out here. But... Do check out the convention. They're nearby if you're in Alberta, because we all know how small Alberta is, right? Tiny. Tugs? Tiny. Um, yeah. It's ridiculously small. Um, and, uh, yeah, if anything, just e- just find their website and email them. They'll they'll point you in the right direction. They're nice people. We're all they, nice people. They bite. Only if you ask nicely. <laughs> um, just checking out something real quick here, but... Yeah, there is um, Alberta... Alberta Furs. Alberta Furs on FA. Okay. So there you go. I thought I'd seen it, and... Actually, no, it's now Alberta Furries. Sorry, there's a big sign that says this account is now dead. Please uh, watch in Alberta Furries. But there is... Either way, if if you're brand new to the fandom and you still don't have an FA account, get a Fur Affinity account. They're free. Yeah, and they're actually doing them now. And the site's up sometimes. Yeah, it's been pretty good this last week. I know. Any other advice? All right, Eric, good luck. Let us know. Yep. Speaking of people letting us know, there's a status update from Velo. He says, it's me again. I realize that I did leave out info from the last episode when I listened to it. I'm a white cheetah with blue spots. That's a nice combination. I know. I'm trying to visualize that. I currently live in the region of central Nebraska. As from my local fur research, I have possibly found another fur reasonably close by, and I'm super excited to find another one in my community. But in the meantime, I'm still pretty lonely. I'm also considering going to Furbraska in Omaha. I guess it's meats. As for my last show, I want to thank Tux for actually saying my name right, which I wrote back and confirmed it's a video. Good job. I know. It's like, that sounds French. And Rue, stay awesome, and I wish you cookies. Email you guys later. Signed, Velo. So you found friends. Yay. Yay. Ding. I know. Fries are done. Ding. Fries are done. Uh, let's do what, one or two more. Yeah, sure. There's, sure. there's actually a lot in here right now. Well, might as well. You should, you should, you should have fire breath for you one. Oh. I will so mess up the names, you know that. He's going he's to be hazard. Fun. Have him announce an email. Yeah, I will. Okay, I'm going to send you this email, so we'll do one in the interim while we wait for it to get to you. All right. I'll email it to you, and then um, we'll do this other one in the meantime. So. So my Gmail for that one? Yeah. Okay. Just to make sure. Uh, And your Gmail. My Gmail. Okay, Vika sent us an email while we're waiting. 
says, hi, for what it's worth. I came across your podcast recently while searching for podcasts on Otherkin, and I have to say, I love it. Do you have Otherkin up here? Oh, yeah, lots okay. of them. You're one of the few places I know, not just among furry podcasts, but in the fandom in general, who openly and sympathetically discuss difficult topics like bullying and Otherkin, keeping a sense of humor and lightheartedness while avoiding cruel jokes at the expense of those who've suffered. I can't tell you how thankful I am for that. As Furs and I are used to people simply telling us to get over it or picking on stranger identities like Otherkin. With that in mind, have a cookie. I'm With that in mind, <laughs> and knowing you're one of the best shows out there to take on these heavier topics, I wondered if you've ever considered doing an episode on depression and suicide in the fandom. Listening to the podcast and just looking around the internet recently, I've become aware of just how many people in the fandom suffer from depression or have committed suicide. <laughs> you okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, this is a big problem for us, and I think the fandom could benefit from an episode that talks about how to deal with depression and examines the possible causes of high depression rates within the fandom. Just a thought. Also, while I'm giving suggestions, I'd like to personally love to see you talk more about other Kim, but that's just me. I enjoyed your reuse episode and would be happy to lend my voice to a show if needed. Oh, and one more thing. If you needed a suggestion for another episode that could have a Therian-ish content in there, as a transgender guy myself, I'd like to come in over, or happy to come in over phone or Skype for an episode on trans species and transgender. Like, how many transgender people are in the fandom? Are there similarities between the two? How much can furry and fursuiting be considered an active species drag, etc.? Listening to your podcast, I've developed some pretty interesting, at least I think they are, Thoughts on Furry as a kind of drag performance that I'd like to share with some of your listeners. All six of them. <laughs> Yours, a friendly dragon, Vika. Oh. Do you know Vika? No. Oh, <laughs> you said like, oh, I know Vika. The short answer to this is uh, the Depression and Suicide episode has been roadmapped several times but pushed off because we cannot find a competent person to speak to it. We don't want to do that episode until we can find a psychologist, psychiatrist, qualified medical person to discuss it with and ask questions and get good answers from. Not that we want to give out medical advice, but we want to be able to be informed on a realistic basis about the topic. Exactly, because there is, a, when you consider this, it the best answer you can give anybody right now is seek professional help when it comes to this. I make a great armchair psychologist, but not for a full episode. <laughs> Well, not only that, but there is a very specific way of dealing with very specific problems. Yep. And it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. Exactly. So the best way to deal with any kind of depression, especially when suicide is considered, is go talk to somebody who is trained for this. Please talk to somebody. Yeah. That's true. The other, the in speaking of that, the other part is um, there have been some... Unfortunately, some suicides close to everyone in the cast, and so it's a bit of a sensitive topic right now, and that has also uh, stalled out that topic for a while. But it is on our list of things we want to cover, because it's important to talk about those things. With regards to transgender, uh, that is also on our list of things to talk about, but you would not believe how difficult it is to find a guest who can do that. Um, while a lot of people want to and, and offer that, um, it takes a certain kind of gas to do that. And uh, although I haven't talked to you personally, Vika, so don't, I'm not speaking to you specifically. In general, that is a very difficult topic to do, but it is something we want to tackle on that. In the meantime, however, I'm glad you enjoyed Uriu's episodes. That was a very interesting episode. I don't know. Did you listen to the other Ken episode we did? There and another Ken we yes, did. Yes, I did. One episode, yeah. I don't remember it clearly, but yes, I did. I did listen to it. I, I, uh, 
I enjoyed that episode a lot. Actually, it came back up when I was on Margaret Cho's podcast last year. She she kind of touched on it. And I was able to give a reasonably qualified opinion. So, thank you, Vika. We will let you know if we will be in touch. Oh, you get a nice long email. Yeah, very long. I'll, uh, I don't know how you're going to do the bottom part. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. All right, that's just a show and tell. Ah. I see, I see, I see. All right, so from my phone... From my phone. Yes. Hey guys, it's another email from Hazard D Bear. I feel it's been like a long. It, okay, that doesn't start well now, does it? <laughs> you, no, you, you, you did this on purpose okay. to make it late, right? Dear listeners, you are now getting a live rendition of an email read to you by Firebreath. Please note. Technical difficulties will happen and are meant to be laughed at. Thank yeah. you for your cooperation and understanding. Uh, I think I'll add to the disclaimer that the later it gets in the day, the worse my English gets. <laughs> you, like you, you were witness to we, this. We also advise listeners to cover their ears for any inadvertent editions of French. <laughs> it will happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's... All right, let's do this again. Hey, guys, it's another email from Hazard D. Bear. I feel like it's been a long time since I last wrote in. So much has happened that it that <clears throat> that it has felt like forever. I haven't been following the show. Things have been rough since I moved back to California. But I recently listened to the episodes and got caught up again. But before anything else, I want to reintroduce myself. Always a good idea to have a really crappy memory. That's for me, not you. <laughs> All right. I first introduced myself as Hazard the Radioactive Bear, but she was just a persona I had made at the time that I had planned on making into a fursuit, but over time I have lost that connection to her. So instead, I want to reintroduce myself as the <clears throat> as my main as my first and main persona, Rue Echoes. Rue Echoes? Rue is written in French street French. That's why I'm not sure how I'm supposed to pronounce this. Let me, may I, pronounce may I? it accurately. Rue Echoes? Rue Echoes. Okay. Rue Echoes. Rue Echoes. Yeah. You chose that one just please, because Please of that, correct right? us if we're wrong. Because okay. yeah. we might be right. We might not be. In fact, we're probably not. But we're sorry. The we're ans- Canadian. The answer is absolutely and without a doubt, maybe we're right. All right. The King Cheetah slash Snow Leopard Hybrid. Rue the King Leopard. I'm commonly known on FA as Michel Roussin. That explains a lot. That would... Okay, keep going. I apologize in advance for the poor organization and length of this email, but I feel like I have a lot that I want to share. I'll split it in two emails. So are you going to send me the second part? Maybe, we'll see. (laughs) You just want to see how bad I make with this one, right? (laughs) Maybe, we'll see. All right. I mentioned on the show a while back that over a year ago, you guys inspired me to make a fur group in my area. Well, it was the best year of my life. We're very happy. Oh dear, what did I do? <laughs> what did I, I do? somebody good advice? <laughs> what have I created? I created the Northwest... Ar- Arkansas. It's pronounced Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> I always have problems with that Not one. Not Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas Furries Group, and it took a while to kick up, but the group has now around 80 active members. Which is impressive, considering it started with three. Holy shit. Wow, that's that's actually well done. Yeah, congratulations. We had many successful fur meets and a ton of fun. We held a meet at an anime con last November and ended up expanding our group. I mentioned it to you on Twitter, but I don't think I ever mentioned it in an email. 
I moved from Fayetteville, Arkansas to Southern California about six months ago. I go down there all the time. Oh, there you go. You'll maybe be able to see. Mm-hmm. Yay. Before I moved, my new fur friends and I hosted a furry introduction panel at the Arkansas Anime Festival, an anime con in NWA, which turned out great. It went extremely well. The room was packed full, and we ended up getting a great feedback from the audience, including new members to the group. The last few months we spent in Arkansas were the best months of my life. When I first joined this fandom and listened to FWIW, I thought to myself, damn, I wish I had awesome furry friends like that who just chill at my place and go to cons with and do fun stuff. <laughs> that is not my life. Well, well gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's... Yeah, yeah continue. All right, okay, I get it. And in those last few months, I achieved that dream. I oh made my God. own fursuit last year. Congratulations. A big orange thing named Creamsicle and I, got to... I love that. A big a orange big thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great description. So, a big orange thing named Creamsicle and got to suit at the con in the suit along with a few furries named Woofers, Rufus, Magadirgon, Ammer... <clears throat> Ashy and Caden, along with my other fur friends, which was just a blast. Everyone loved us. Woo! Woo in my last week of being in NWA, we held a great farewell meet and an after party. My small one-bedroom apartment was packed with furries, drinking, eating pizza, playing games, telling jokes, and just enjoying each other's company. I've never felt so loved or at home like I did in that moment. Six or so furs slept on my couch that night and more on the floor. We woke up to donuts and a fursuiter, Hammer, making bacon pancakes in the kitchen. I want a fursuiter to wake up to making bacon that, pancakes. Yeah, I, I, yes. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot express how much I miss these guys. I know a few of them will probably even hear this episode. But I just wanted to thank you guys at FWIW again. Your podcasts were the spark that ignited the flame in me that drove me to make that group and meet all those wonderful people. My gratitude is endless. You guys are awesome. Happy, love, heart thing. Less than three. Less than three, okay. P.S. I included pictures of me and my friends from NW Arkansas so you can see the awesomeness that you guys inspired. And those are very nice pictures indeed. Here, you can watch them a little bit, Philly. I'm looking at them now. Yeah. Oh. Th those are very nice pictures. Oh. And, and, that, and I'm guessing that, that would be the creamsicle suit. Yeah. More than likely. It's a I, big orange thing. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a big orange thing. That is a gorgeous suit. I, and they, they made that themselves? Oh, I gotta, I'm sending this to Rue. Rue, you're not here, but they, I'm sending I, this to I you. Did I hear that? Did yeah, I hear they, that right? That, that, Hazard made that. that. Hazard made that? Yeah. yeah that's, that is incredible. If that's a first uh, first versu, um, kudos. Seriously, that is amazing. That is gorgeous. I'm glad that our little podcast could make you... Go down such a path. I'm. I don't know. I, I feel really self-conscious and I'm blushing, <laughs> but I'm happy for you. It's nice. okay. You're matching your shirt, right? No, it's it's always great to hear that everybody can get something out of this. Seriously, the 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 the, the furry fandom community is in and of itself all about this kind of stuff. If you ask me. Guess what? I'm making you read an email. Oh, I get to read. Can, told me can you read. can you read? Do you know how to read? He know, he knows how to read English, not American though. Yeah. Sorry, microphone. Bam. That whole thing, eh? Or just to, the kind, just to the kind regards. It's part two. Oh, part two. Okay. Uh, so the highlighted bit. Or below that. All of it. All the way down? Because it kind of stops That's there. a quote. Oh, that's the quote. It says hello again. Yeah, yeah. Give me just a second. 
Oh, he's buffering? Yeah. Stand by. The reader is buffering. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Okay, here we go. So, hello there. We recently received a first... You sure this is part of the email? It should be. Okay. It's Rue. Okay. Do you need me to read this one? Is this too is this too much for you? No, I'm just trying to put it into context. It doesn't Okay, so okay. Then let me let me start over. You, you so, can start here. He- hello, hello again, FWIW cast. It's Rue the King Leopard again. So this is part two of my of my two-part email. My last email was more pleasant than this one will be. I split this into two emails because I need to vent. So last night while I was at work. Uh, I received a note from a fursuit maker that no furry ever wants to receive. Okay, now that explains that portion. So this is a quote. Hello there. We recently received a fursuit quote request of your character, Rue Snow Leopard. I wanted to double check with you to see if you were the one that sent the email. Seeing that we tried several times replying to your message but kept receiving an error... If you did send us this request, please forward your email, and I will send you the quote as soon as I can. Thank you for your time. We look forward to your reply. Kind regards. Name redacted. I never requested a quote. I quickly discovered that my fursona was stolen. Oh! I posted everywhere to warn fursuit makers and artists alike. I had to leave work early because I was so unfocused and distraught. After hours of searching and constant tips from extremely helpful people, I tracked down the thief to Instagram, Art Theft Capital. I don't even post it to Instagram for that reason. The thief's profile was private. I added her and got to have a look at her posts, but she quickly realized who I was and blocked me, but not before I got screen caps of my stolen art. She cropped my signature and basic information out of the... I was just moving the cursor. Oh, okay. Because it was right in the middle of a word. She cropped my signature and basic information out of my original ref sheet and reposted it saying, this is my new character, Sparkle the King Cheetah, Snow Leopard Hybrid. Someone's getting their ass That's kicked. unique. Um, and then she had even more, uh, she had an even more recent post of a ref sheet that she said she drew herself of my character, Rue. The only thing she'd changed was my eye color. My heart shattered. I had to make an alias account on Instagram just to get to her, but I did get a hold of her and calmly asked her to remove the art within 72 hours or I would get my lawyer and file an intellectual property theft claim against her. She's only 14. So I think that was, I think that was enough to scare her because she apologized and took the art down. However, even after the hours of hell that this whole ordeal put me through, I did offer to make her her own ref sheet in the hopes to encourage her not to steal characters. We're just cur- we're currently discussing a ref sheet for her right now. I'm hoping that this is the end of it, but uh, now I'm just paranoid. I sign all my art, but now I feel like I need to go back and slap an ugly watermark over my work, which is something that it's always I have always felt takes away from the beauty of the artwork. I hope this email is informative for everyone who has stolen characters or art, or is thinking of stealing characters or art. This has been one of the most painful experiences of my life. It felt like someone stole a piece of me, my personality, my soul. I know some people say, 
calm down, it's just a drawing. But as an artist, it's much more than that. I took the time to come up with every curve, every line, every facial feature, every color and detail. I sculpted my soul onto a piece of paper and created life with my own hands. My persona is me. I spent years crafting my blood, sweat, and tears into Ru, and she has it all. Every little detail in her tells a story about my life and soul and is perfect is a perfect reflection of it. I'm not sure if others feel this way about their characters, but when you create and or draw your own persona like that, it becomes your very being. I seriously thought I lost myself, just as easily as a 14-year-old kid cropping and reposting a picture. I'm sorry for the length of this email and the fact that, uh, that it's on the downside of things. I hope to email you guys on a more regular basis now with much brighter emails that are hopefully more on topic. Love, Rue the King Leopard. P.S. If any of if any of you listeners do not have a fursona and would like a custom ref sheet, please feel free. Email will be posted later. And remember, please don't steal characters or artwork. Yep. That is You get right a first response. <sighs> That's a tough situation to go through, having your character taken out from under you like that. And I really do think you handled it great. You contacted them, you gave them a chance to back down, take the stuff down, and they did. Um, You did it politely, you did it... The right way. The right way, yeah. I have no issues with what you did. In fact, kudos on what you did, because you're helping her come to terms with what she's looking for, in my opinion. You're, You're opening up and you're helping, rather than just accusing and going after her for, for this. You recognize that she could have just been making an honest mistake and not known any better. So, good on you. So saith the bunny. <laughs> so saith the bunny. Hold on. Okay, Fire Breath, your turn. Oh, you sent me another one? No, I want you to respond. Oh. That uh, thing we do after we read the email. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. I, I, I'm new to this whole uh, podcasting thing. <laughs> what are you new around here? Exactly. No, uh, uh, I think that was a great way of handling things. Yes, having your character stolen is probably one of the worst things you can do in this fandom. Well, not do, but have done to you. Um, I I seen this on a regular basis in one of the social media sites I'm on, and. That's something I have to say that the Phantom is really good for in general, is we, when we recognize a picture, maybe a icon, badge, whatever, that was made for somebody, or even for ourselves, and we know somebody is using that, not I wouldn't say illegally, but without permission, or calling it their own, the Phantom has been very, very good in saying, oh, this is not your art, you might want to contact this person, or take it down. And... In this case, you were on the front lines, literally. I can understand the feeling. I can. I've I, I've been lucky so far. I've never had anybody steal my character. Uh, however, it's very generic in its uniqueness. It is a golden retriever. It is very uh, uncommon as a dog breed right now in the in the fandom itself. And it doesn't. My character doesn't really have any distinctive features, so. It's a generic golden retriever. I I cannot blame somebody who makes another golden generic retriever and say, hey, I, you can't do that, you know? So I probably will never face this situation. At least I hope not. 
What are you laughing about? Philip? No. Okay. Well, However, it's I Eric, Eric thought. Mm-hmm. However, I I can't. I'm putting myself in your shoes, and yeah, my character personally does not quite represent myself. It's a big side of myself, but it's also a more playful side that I wish I could attain. So I can understand how you're feeling. And like Philly said, you handled this great. Uh, you gave this individual a chance to uh, get what they wanted, maybe because they're not used to using their imagination. I don't know if it's something that's a, a, a symptom of everything that's being done today with uh, TV shows or whatever, producing everything. But unlike other fandoms, the free fandom produces its own stuff. We don't have a canon we don't have a corporate overlord. Exactly. So it might be hard for certain people to come up with stuff. And unfortunately, this is a direct result of such a situation. And you giving this this little girl a good chance of getting what she wants, either because she doesn't have the ideas or she doesn't know, she doesn't know how to express her ideas of where to go to have those ideas put onto paper, you probably made a friend in the in in doing so, or at the very least, you 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 you've created. Well, I wouldn't say you created, but you helped somebody get on the right path, and that to me is the most important part. So congratulations, and I'm sorry for the the, the feelings you've been feeling, but hopefully they'll, this will never happen again to you or anybody else. Hopefully. I agree 100% with the both of you and just want to say stealing is bad, okay? <laughs> on another front, I look forward to hearing more happy emails from you. He will actually be listening, apparently. Good. Yep. All right, keep us posted. Next email. Hi, guys. Zeal on the Wolf. Now I am just starting in the fandom. Been in for about three to four weeks, and I'd like to get a bit more info. How do I tell my parents I'm a furry? I told my friends my parents I'm not too sure how to tell them. Do you have to get a fursuit to be a fursuiter? Uh, with this one, I had a few different responses, but I want to know yours. And if it's possible, could I talk about joining the fandom? As not many people know how to start that I know of. Thanks, keep cool, and love them cookies, Zelon the Wolf. The short version of this answer goes something like this. There's two answers to it. I unfortunately don't know your parents personally, so I can't give you very specific advice. You know your parents better than anyone. Think about how they'll respond and so forth and take your best shot. Now, at the same time, don't treat it like you're coming out of the closet. It's it's all in how you frame it, and no one really comes out as a furry. You just tell people, I'm into furry. And separate that, and you'll have a good chance. But your turn. Yeah, introduce it as a hobby. Even though it's a lifestyle hobby. <laughs> yeah, it can the, be the, both. The, the, the thing is, it can be both. It may not be either. There's also furry... Ask 10 furries, get 12 answers. In a situation like this, to let your parents know, I'm of a very particular mind. In that, do they need to know? Do you want to know what your parents do in bed? If if they <laughs> actually need to know, if you need to tell them... Well, I think it's a case of identifying yourself, though. Hang on, hang on. If you need to tell them... Just say it. Again, like Tug said, it's not like coming out of the closet. It's a facet of your life. It might be a big part of your life. But does it define your life? That's the big question. 
Otherwise, just be, be, be a furry. And they'll figure it out on their own. And they'll probably ask you, so what's all this with the animal people and the funny drawings and the MTVs. what and what the, what the <laughs> heck is that on your screensaver? Then you can answer because they brought it up. It makes it a little bit different at that point, but everybody's different and everybody's parents are different. Yeah. You can't handle everything the same way. So my advice: don't worry about it. Just if you need to talk to them about it, talk to them about it. It's not going to be the end of the world. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, on this, what I would add personally is also consider why you want to tell them. It's it's nice to know, you know, that your son or daughter or cousin, whatever, is into something, but why would your parents need to know you're a furry? If you plan on getting a fursuit, then you'll probably want to wash it. You'll probably want to hang it out to dry and have the head stored somewhere safe. I can understand that. Yeah, it's not quite something you can hide. Yeah, exactly. Unless you have a really big room they don't go in. Yeah, but or even the basement. Then, or the basement. And with, with, with a separate entrance and exit. But all Making joking... Term experience? Yeah, exactly. But all joking aside, this is really uh, up to you if you want to do it. But make sure you do it for the right reasons, not just because you feel you have to tell them, because you don't have to tell them. And since you've been, from what you've been saying, uh, in a fandom for not that long of a time, before you come to them, I'd suggest you have a little bit more experience within the fandom. What does it really mean to you? Right now, it means something. Maybe in six months, it'll mean something completely different. Maybe you won't even be into the fandom anymore because you, you'll say, you know what? This is not for me after all. So give yourself time to grow before labeling yourself, for lack of a better term. And from that point on, you will have a much better idea if you have to tell them and why you have to tell them, if you have to tell them at all. So take it slow, take it one step at a time, and make sure to enjoy yourself. And if it comes up in the meantime, then like Philly said, you, you just bring it up because they bring it up. But don't feel you have to tell them. So that's that's that would be my piece on on this, really. Okay. Thank you for the email. We shall move to the last one. He says, hello, guys. I'm Fido. At least that's what most people call me. I've been in the community for a little over eight years, and I just came across your podcast today. I have a question. What the hell is up with most of the furry community saying that there is no such thing as a straight furry? I was doing this point up because being straight myself, and for the record, don't gay bash, and some of my best friends are gay. Back on point, when and why the hell was this myth started? Am I now a mythical creature? If so, I think I'm entitled to something. Anyway, thanks for taking the time to read this, and I hope it clears the air on one of the biggest furry stereotypes. Best regards, Fido the Cabot. P.S. If you get another email exactly like this one, uh, Yahoo's being a butt. I'm actually going to give you first air response on that. Oh, Lord. Come on, Elder Bun. Elder Bun. Why is it a prevalent? Statistically, it's, it's, it's a, it is true, but not it's, so much. It's, it's well, the last the last fifty four percent gay, wasn't it? So, well, gay or bi, if I remember correctly. It's the visible portion of the fandom. It is the most, I don't like using the word, but it is the most flamboyant facet of the fandom. So that's what people latch on to. I know plenty of people who are straight in the fandom. I know plenty of people who are gay, bi, trans, name the, the, the subgroup. I've met them. I know them. And a lot of them are my friends. I've been in the fandom for over 20 years. 
it takes all kinds, and it goes through swings. Yes, there are a disproportionate number of gay people in the fandom. However, the fandom is also very accepting of anyone. We don't turn people away just because they're X, Y, or Z. And yes, Z, I'm Canadian. I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, you, 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 you. Did I twitch? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Do you need a minute to compose your thoughts? Should we? No, I need a minute to remember what the rest of the question was. Is it a myth? Is it a myth? Is it a myth? What no, the hell's no, up with it's it? not. It's not a myth. It's it is it, it does exist. It is there. Does it define the whole fandom? No. But it outlines the fandom. Facebook. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, I I think that when it, if you consider a, another fact is if I remember correctly in the last very survey, uh, about twenty percent of the fandom was female, more or less, if I remember correctly. I don't remember offhand. Um, I might be wrong, might be quoting previous years, but at any rate, what this brings as an interesting topic at the same time is, yes, there's a lot of gay, bi people, a little bit less than half are straight, but when you have a ratio of five to one male to female, what you might consider is going to happen, and this has been... Something that's been bothering me, well, not bothering, but that's been I, I've been having in my as a question is how much of it is actually what you call prison gay? Are you gay because you have to be to be with somebody, or are you actually gay? So <laughs> prison gay. Like I, I I've heard this term once. I've, and it, I got it. Actually, never heard that. Term no, before. I've heard that term in a while. It's from a Adult Swim cartoon or something. I thought. Uh, it's, I, I've heard that years ago, like very long time ago. But the still the the thing is is. You've got a lot of straight folks and very few dating options. So you're going to get maybe 90% saturation, market saturation with with the, the girls who, who want a boyfriend and 10% that either don't want to date or might be lesbian or whatever. I don't know. I'm just giving numbers here. but And then you have a lot of guys that don't, don't date due to the fact that there's nobody in the fandom that's available for them. And then you have all the gays that have everything going on. So is it a myth? Certainly not. It, it, it's well, yes, it is in the fact that it doesn't exist. There are lots of straight guys, lots of straight girls, but they're just not as visible as Feli said, because unfortunately numbers are kind of working against traits as far as I can tell right now. So I, I think it's more a question like that than anything else. It's it's a stereotype. It's a dumb stereotype. It's a somewhat factually true stereotype, but it's not as true as it's painted to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's the best way of putting it, really. Like, there are a lot okay. of gay people. Outside the fandom looking in, look at all the news broadcasts that mention furries. Nobody brings up the gay factor. It's true. Nobody. Not a single person. They don't see it. It's only an internal view of the fandom because... We're in the middle of the forest staring at the trees that happened to be fabulously dressed. I love those words. <laughs> we're digging holes and looking for berries. That's old. People might not get that. Uh, well, it's internet old. Yeah, well, it's still old for even the fandom room. I, it's, 
it, it's a little jarring, I guess, in some ways, If especially when you, depending on where you come from. Some places it's not very common to just see gay people in general. In some places it is, and it really depends on where you live. Um, when the fandom, uh, I think, has picked up a lot of, of gay couples because it is so accepting, um, and just because it's continued to expand, it's now become a more even mix that's balancing out, but it's taking its time. It's not an overnight thing. Um, and statistically, I'm sure one day we'll get to 50-50 or 60-40 or whatever. Um, and that stereotype will probably just die off. But if you're into tits and ass, go for it. That's what I have to say. Yep. Go for it. Be proud of it. There's plenty of good art of it on FA. And who knows, maybe you'll make a few bicycles come out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. Be proud. That's be it. Be who you are, really. That's it. No more mailbag. No more mailbag. Dead. We've killed the mailbag. There was a lot of mail. Yep. Some long ones. Yeah. Good ones. Yes. I think we're going to pretend we just heard that. Yeah. Yay. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you over there? You were just, are you you on another planet? No. What's going on? Oh my gosh. Okay. Hi. That was a great email. Woo. (laughs) There were, there was more than one email. There's like 10 seconds that you're like, here you go, Rue. We're going to go on to this next thing. And I'm like, and then you're like, react to it. And I'm like, uh, okay. Hi. <laughs> Stuff calm, happens. Calm down, please. The mixer board cannot handle your enthusiasm right now. Yeah. I know. Rue, Rue put so... your clothes back on. <gasps> okay. Keep your boobs put up. I don't have boobs. Oh, the studio audience <laughs> is groping him. <laughs> hey, actually, rub your boob against the microphone. Okay, here we go. Motorboat me. <laughs> motorboat me, audience. Motorbite. Bo- motorboat. Motorboat. You mo- wow. motorboat the audience? <laughs> Just kidding. I would never do that to you. Oh, man. Man, where this microphone has been. <laughs> it is big. All right, so let's talk about housekeeping. Rue, announce some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Hi, everyone. This is Rue. We're going to have some amazing episodes coming up. But it looks like on the notes that it doesn't say what our next episode is. So, so therefore, send an email to us now. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some choices. Rue, make a decision, and then we'll do the other one later. We can do the suicide, I'm depressed episode. We can do the caring for the not pretend animals. Or we can do video games in the fandom 64. Don't choose the last one. What one do you choose? Mm. <laughs> it's kind of weird doing a suicide episode like at the beginning of the year. Why not? It's, it's a like great note to start your off goal on. is to not commit suicide this year. Rue, <laughs> come on, calm down. <laughs> um, what was the second one? Caring for the not pretend animals. What do you mean by that? Oh, like pets. And I don't mean sexy pets. I mean like pets. Well, I kind of felt like we had kind of a serious episode. So should we have video games in the fandom? Good way to like start the beginning of the year. A good way to start your year. Video games in the fandom 64. All right. That's what it's going to be. All right. So we will announce details on that. But tell us. It's time. What you love about video games. Or did a video game make you into a furry? Do you play some video games because they have furries in them? Are you a fan of Star Fox Adventures? Why? 
I like how everyone just looked up when I said that. So anyway, there you go. Cast it for what it's worth dot com. Go now. Yes, go. Go now. Okay. All right. Other housekeeping we have. Uh, we have requested for our live show to be at. Oh, hold on. I'm going to do this the right way. So we put in and we are waiting for. Where did it go? Where is it? Oh, right here. At. BLFC! But should we do the video games of the fandom episode there? No. That would be their theme is 1984. Oh. Yeah. We'll talk about slavery or something there. (laughs) Black people. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. What? I don't. I'm not racist. So. What else do we have in housekeeping? We're not going to be at FC. Uh, oh, I know one. Koru's so excited about this. Do you want to announce where you're where we're going to take the show again? Well, well yeah, you're going to be at FC after that. Oh, Babscon. There we go. Actually, oh, technically before it. They invited us back. They for some reason they liked having us, so we're going again. And now we're going to really ask them why they're not furries, even though they're furries. Are they? I, am I going with you this time? Do you want to? I don't know. No, he's not. Oh, okay. No, he has to save his money. Oh. Yeah, he's got Hanukkah coming up. <laughs> I have to make sure that I have the same pairs of shoes at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right, you do. That's right. All right, so Video Games on the Phantom 64 is next. I don't think there's anything else. So, pimp yourself. Where can they find you, Mr. Guest? Um, look for Click Yoke on Twitter. Clickyote at Gmail is a pretty good email. You need to spell click because it's not C-L-I-C-K. That's true. A lot of people get that wrong. It's K-L-I-K-Y-O-T-E. All right. Anything yeah. else, Rue? I uh, just want to be able to say at the very end that I am extremely grateful for all of you, and I am extremely grateful for my boyfriend, which he is amazing. And I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> This is Tugs. And this is Rue. And this is Click. And Karu. And this is Ben. For, For what, what it's, it's worth. worth. Oh, shit. You've been on before. Ha <laughs> ha.